the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Ruthie and Blaine from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women. Hey, folks, I just want to wish you a good evening. I'm glad that you're joining us tonight. We have a great topic. It's going to be on, do you have fear? Seems like there's so much fear going on in the world. I'd like to always open up the show with praise reports. Hey, Ruthie and Blaine, I just want to say hi to you. And how you all doing? Doing good. Good. Doing great. It, as I say every week, it's, uh, it's always good to be here. You know, we get to just study God's Word and pray for the Spirit to work and move, and we pray that it touches our audience tonight. Amen. You know, um, we do. Last week and um, um, this week was really, uh, really cool um, things that happened at the park. We had a lot of people that showed. There was a lot of people over the other park, and then there was a lot of other people that was at the other. So it was a really good turnout. Um, I know the Lord's are touching people's lives. I know little Susan, she's still reading her Bible and doing wonderful. And that, do you have anything that you have in praise report on, Ruthie? I do. So um, a couple weeks ago, I had downloaded the Bible app for Lise so she could listen to it. And when I saw her on Saturday, I asked if she was still listening to it, and she said yes. She's still listening to it, and she's reading the Bible. Amen. Wow. I, know. I, God. I love that, you know, and here was a little time for you to take time and give her that hope and she's doing it. That's yeah, a just blessing. Took me, just took me a couple minutes to do. Well, how's she doing? Is she enjoying it? Is she saying much about it or? Yeah, she says she is. Good. I know. That's awesome. Good. I like hearing that. I didn't get the chance to talk to her. You know, not only do we get to encourage each other, but you know what? These folks are encouraging us, aren't they, Ruthie? You know, it's yes, absolutely. When we see when we see Wayne, when we see Lise, when we see Karen, when we Gina showed up last week. And, oh yeah. Uh, if if any of our uh, those that are out here, part of our audience knows, you know, Gina had been on this show three or four times, I believe. But it was good to see her out there. She seems to always be caring about those around her. But um, they they encourage us because. You know, the, the folks that we get to minister to, and, and, and this happens in all of our lives, um, they minister to us. So um, it's been very encouraging. Yeah, she came out to give us some um, give me give us some news and some things. Um, that's the thing about being out there, folks. You get to see the good, you get to see the bad, you get to see the ugly, the whole, you know, the whole show. Um, but the thing about it is that you get attached to these people. And we had a young kid, you know, and, and, and things happen out there on the streets. There's a lot of um, stuff that happens. But anyway, they came out to report that this kid passed away. He was 26 years old. And, and that I got a call yesterday is that he did not pass away. 
he's in intensive care in the hospital. So um, that's good news than, you know, than him passing away. And we spent a lot of time working with this gentleman. um, Give him a little story about what happened, folks, is that his dad um, committed suicide. And then his mom ended up passing away from cancer. And so, um, and now he, and then him and his brothers left. And his brother we worked with too, his name was Nate. And he's good. He's doing really well, but um, it really took a toll on this young man's life. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, you know, a lot of people use different things to escape. Some turn to alcohol, some turns to both drugs and alcohol. And this man was trying to numb fight his pain away. And so um, trying to help them and keep them on the path and try to keep them, you know, straight and narrow is what we try to do. But, you know, um, we can we can lead them to the water, the horse of the water, and but we can't make them drink. You know they're gonna have to make that choice themselves, and that's what's about doing is let give them the, the message. Of God. This man would come back and we would quote scripture to him and talk to him. He would answer back sometimes in scripture, so he was learning his Bible. So and we know that God, when God puts an anchor on you and He gets a hold of you. God was there, so um, I'm going to go by and try to see him and make sure he's doing good and give him try to give him a little encouragement there. So, yes. That's incredible news. And, yeah, he would show up to the park, and he would I, – I seemed to just gravitate to this gentleman, this young man, and uh, he would say, hey, Bible man, what's the verse of the day? His favorite verse was uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, uh, not to judge lest ye be judged. Um, but I remember, John, I remember being in front of him with just tears in my eyes. Say it, it, I don't want to say his name, but just saying, we can get you out of here. We, you know, we've got resources. You know, praise God what, what, what um, God's doing through you, Brother John. And uh, I remember just saying, come on, man. Let's, let's, get you, let's get you away from here. Let's get you cleaned up. Let's get you refocused. Let's get, put you really in the lap, yeah. in the bosom of our Lord God. And uh, he said he wasn't ready yet. And so maybe now, maybe through this. Well, you know, folks, and that's another thing that a lot of people say, all they need is just get off there and get a job and stuff. And, and yes, that does help in that. But he had a place where they were working with him, and he had a place. But the gravitation and the pull and the way Satan has a hold of people, it's almost like they're like under a spell. They just, um, it's hard for them to break that, um, hold that's out there. Um, you know, it's like, um, they, they just gravitate back to people. And it's so important to be careful about our friends and who we choose because, um, not say our friends are bad. It just that sometimes they might not be walking in the way of the Lord and it can entice you to do other things. So, and that's what he needs to do. He needs to hang around with brothers and sisters, and try to get you know into that lifestyle but we're there to give them give them the message we're there to help them and anytime they want the hand up and 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 he knew that too because he would he come out there he knew who to come to he when all the things you know would come down on him he'd come and see us so yeah all right um anything else you guys want to share i just want to make one point um you know we do speak of the word encouragement and uh you know you're you encourage me on uh, saturday you know we're we're serving we're looking for folks to talk to but um, you came up and you said, hey, have you prayed for anybody yet? And uh, <laughs> I sat there, I go, well, no, I haven't prayed for anybody yet. I better go find somebody. And, of course, God uh, God brought many folks. So I think Ruthie and I, praise God, we do get to, uh, we, we pray for someone right away. But um, you had mentioned that, like, you know, it's good that we're here serving, but we want to, we want to, we want to just 
pray for these folks. We want to read them scriptures. We want to encourage them. But so it kind of took me out of a, not a stupor, but it's like, oh, here we are serving. You're like, hey, have you prayed for anybody yet? So the encouragement that you gave me last week was awesome. Praise God. And it just put us out there doing what God does through us. Uh, you know, it's so important. Um, folks, I don't know if you realize the amount of what prayer can do. Um, and it's very easy to say, hey, it's like, hey, I like to pray for you. Is that okay? Nine times out of ten, you'll get a yes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it's not being vulnerable. It's like you just reaching out, letting God touch them in their lives. And, and prayer avails to much. It, it's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it says that in the Bible. It says it's a stronghold. It, it caps captives, and it will bring them to God. And, and that's what we're there, there to do is to touch them and let them know that they're cared for it and that they have hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an interesting prospect because, you know what, sometimes you get busy and um, – and you're helping people try to get in places and that. And I know how that is. And I'm thinking, man, I didn't get to pray today. And it, and it really touches my heart because I, I love praying for someone. And because you see that the, the how the Holy Spirit grabs a hold of them. We see that, you know, they'll break down and the Spirit just touches them in a special way. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All righty. We all set for our, our lesson today. All righty, folks. I hope that touched you. But anyway, today's um, topic in is uh, do you have fear? You know, I wrote this down, guys. Um, the term fear, fear not, is stated in the Bible. How many times? 365 times. Is that interesting? Oh how ironical is that, huh? This is how many days we have in a year. Interesting. And, you know, it goes on to say that um, fears represent man's distrust of God to take care of their of their everyday needs and beliefs. He doesn't um, – they believe that God is sometimes – you know, that they want to tackle problems on our own. We all know that. We try to do that ourselves, you know. So um, I wrote, I like this one, Proverbs nine ten. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Fearing God, which centers on the wisdom of God and understand of his plans for us. If we know that if we have God and we put him in the center of our daily life, God has plans for us. He's going to open doors. He's going to lead us to certain places. Um, and I wrote this down. If you, um, there's a celestic studies on this that says that 30% of adults in the United States struggle with anxiety, disorders, and phobias. And can you believe that? That's a lot of people. And I get, I bet you now, I bet you it's a lot higher than what it was before. You, yeah. you know, I, I noticed that too. we, Ruthie, we were talking about that earlier before the show started about went to the store, you know, that storm that came in that we had. And um, went to the store, and the store was packed. It reminded me back into COVID, and everybody was gobbling up, like you were saying, with water, and you said toilet paper and everything. It reminded and, me of that, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was just the fear that people had. Um, I, I didn't really have that fear. I had a peace and a calmness, and, and I, can, I attribute that to God. I give that to God because I know where my anchor is secured and held. And so um, we see a lot of that on TV nowadays that there's so much fear. You hear it in people. You see it on TV. You see it in people's eyes. Some people say, I don't even want to go out to this time in the city of this day because of what's happening. So there's a lot of fear that goes on. It says that um, it says that there's people's fears are rooted in the belief that God is to is out to condemn them through their trials and hurts, instead of remembering that they um, um, that they um, 
that Jesus uh, that Jesus went to the cross and had this sacrifice for them. So, you know, some people think, well, you know what? I haven't been walking. I don't want to be close to God. God's going to be mad at me. That is the furthest thing that God would mm-hmm. want to do. God is there for loving arms. I don't know if you haven't been with God for a while or you haven't had a relationship with him. Don't ever think that he's out to get you and that he he wants to cause harm to you. What he's there, he's there with loving arms. He wants you. He wants to have a relationship with you, folks. So I don't know if that's meant for anybody out there. It says says uh, through Jesus, our sacrifice and resurrect um, sacrifice and resurrection, people now have a savior who took the punishment. It says fear can be crippling and pushes the um, fear can be crippling and push the most composed people into a status of other dis, uh, discomfort or uncertainty. But God reminds people through his word that Jesus, there is nothing to fear if we have Jesus. You know, fear causes your mind to judge your, clouds your mind in judgment. It also makes you have bad decisions in, in, um, in making your choices. So fear will do that too. And, you know, um, and people will say, well, what, what, what do we do? The Bible teaches us about fear in the in the in the bible and there's five i can name five ways that it can teach us okay the bible's instructs us against the fight against strongholds we we fight against what spirits and you know that's right and you know and we're not in but what we do we try to fight our fights a lot on our own i have you ever done that blaine (laughs) i'm gonna tackle this and i'm gonna do this on own when we need to let, we, um, turn over to God and let the God's in our corner, let God fight our battles, folks. So I'm going to take you. It says, if uh, if you take your fears to God, He will destroy them for you. I can get that out of Isaiah Isaiah 35 4, and in Isaiah 35 4 it says, "Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear. Your God will come. He will He will come with vengeance." And with divine repetition, he will he will come to save you. So you don't have to do this alone. He will bring he brings you love. He brings you hope. He brings you strength to keep you away from fears. So leave it to God and let God do that. Pick up the Bible and let and use the word. What did Jesus do in the wilderness when the devil was tormenting him? What did he do? He came back with Scripture. Did he not? Yes, and he and Scripture. When you have fear that's gripping you. Go into the Word of God. Let God use in that, um, and 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 use Scripture. It says, um, if you take your fears to God, you won't be left without answers. God will give you answers for your fears. You know, there's a lot of fear going on. You know, how am I going to pay my bills? How? What? What about if I lose my work? Fear is, you know, and then you got some bosses use that as um, it casts fear on people. If you don't do your job right, you're out of here. You know, that's another stress that things happen. In Psalms 34 um, and 34.4 says that King David sought the Lord and he answered, delivering him from all his fear. If anybody knew what fear was about, it yeah. was King David. Mm-hmm. Trust me on that one. And then it goes on to number three. It says, and this one's a great one. If you take your fears to God, you will see more of how much he loves and cares for you. One of the most treasured scriptures is in one on First Peter five seven, and that one says, "Cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you." 
When you read the scripture verse, you realize what he wants to give you. Um, give, give. He wants you to give him your fears because God loves you. He wants to overshadow and help you during your fears. He doesn't want you to fight the battle alone. So don't fight the battle alone, folks. If you're in fear, something's going on in your life. Let God cast your cast your anxieties on Him. God says that. Bring it to me. And number four says, if you take your fears to God, you will realize you will never. Um, you are never created to fear the unknown or others. That was in Second Second Timothy one seven. So, in the face of fear, God reminds us that we're here and we were created to love and to be strong and clear headed. We weren't created to be in fear. We were created to be strong. And it says, and there's a lot of people, folks, that have their past. And it's hard for them to give up what their past has done. And and that holds people back for their future. And in Isaiah 54, 4, it tells us that when um, we aren't afraid and, and that we should trust God with our fears, we don't deal with the shame or humility from the past. God doesn't want you to have that. God wants you to cast that upon him and let that to be done and let him take care of you on um take care of your past you know um blaine i know i have a past you have a past definitely (laughs) definitely right and so let god do that i'm gonna hold off for a second guys i got some more i want to read but um fear don't let fear fear will keep you away from god fear will hinder you in your walk and don't let that spirit attack you ruthie yeah like you just shared the bible has a lot to say about fear Mm -hmm. and um, I think that we should speak God's word over us, that we should speak it out loud. The Bible says that God's word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It says that God's word does not return to him void. Right. So I'd like to share some verses from the Bible that talk about God's um, goodness and, and God's power and might. And I would just encourage people to maybe write these verses down and speak them over yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm 27 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? Isaiah 41 10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And Philippians 4, 6 and 7 say, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. It, it just it just just shows you what the Bible and what Scripture does for you. Um, we're we're not a, we're not meant to fight battles alone. We never were. God doesn't want us to do that, folks. He wants you to cast your anxieties on Him. Don't let the devil. Don't let any of that crew think that um, they got you because they use that as intimidation to take the power away from you that you have. Give it to God. You might be going through something right now, folks. That maybe there's um, you've got fear that you're maybe going to be losing your house. Maybe you can't pay those bills. Maybe there's some threats against you. The devil has been around for a long, long time. He knows how to work it, and he knows how he knows what buttons to push. So do like what Jesus did in the wilderness. Turn to the Word of God. 
let God fight the battles for you. That's what he wants to do. Blaine? Yeah, you know, I agree with you. And thank you, Ruthie. Ruthie really belted out a lot of scriptures. Yes, right she did. There. She was nailing it right She's on She's right to the point, man. Um, yeah, fear. Fear is from the enemy. Um, Absolutely. Fear and doubt. And uh, there's some good songs out there, worship songs, that talk about fear, that fear is a liar. Mm-hmm. So we need to cast it out behind us. I totally agree with what you were saying. We are in a spiritual battle. And uh, we, wanna, we want the Lord Jesus Christ on our side, and he is. And uh, we want to give our fears and our doubts to him and then we want to jump in his word because this is his word straight from his mouth Um, these are the words of god uh as what we hold in our hands that we call the bible we want to be in here Uh, i was able to recommend or refer um, psalm 27 today to a woman who's going through some things so that's a beautiful scripture it's carried me through many things i'm i believe i'm just going to read one one scripture um tonight folks i'm going to read out of isaiah chapter 43 1 i want you to hear this but now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. You can listen to these folks. Here's verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And though the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. We see that with Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. So many stories, so many promises. And it said, nor shall the flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So, you know, as we read even the Old Testament, I know, folks, um, I know here we love being in that Old Testament and the New, but there's just so many promises and we got to think about those that, that went before us. You know, we could, we could look at Isaiah. We could look at Gideon. We could look at Moses. We could look at all the folks that God used in life where they had some doubts and they had fears. And I think, I'm hoping, John, you get to Joshua 1, um, where God had to reinforce to not only these giants, these folks that God used, they're written in his word, but those are for you and they are for me. They're not selective for anyone. God has no respecter of persons. And these promises, these he held people that had lots of doubt and lots of fear. And he, they helped, they, they conquered giants, brother. They conquered giants. Absolutely. And they did. moved mountains. Absolutely. I love it, Blaine. That's so true. You know, there's a scripture that um, when we were sitting here going through this, God told me in John uh, 5, 19, what did Jesus say? The son can do nothing by himself. That's Jesus. Jesus knew his father was with him and between the two that there was nothing that they, you know, that they can conquer everything. But Jesus knew without his father, he he knew that what he seen his father did, he did. And so Jesus knew, hey, we need to depend just like what Jesus wants us to do. Joshua 9, and thank you for reminding me on that. I thank you. I had that written down here. It says, I have not commanded, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We have a God that goes everywhere with us. He sees all, he knows all, and he helps all. And all we got to do is reach up there and ask the Lord, Hey, Lord, look, I've been fearful of this. This is what's been um, on my mind. It's hurting my heart, my family. I'm scared for my children. My children might be out in the world. I want them to be protective, God. They might be not walking down the same path. You need to give this over to God. Let Amen. God, let God uh, touch. Let God touch their hearts. Let God touch your heart. So maybe this is for you. Maybe there's something going on in your life. Maybe you haven't been with the Lord, and you, maybe you need. It's your time to come back. To, it's your time to come back to the Lord. 
we're going to do a sinner's prayer. And when it's not really, I hate using that word, a sinner prayer. It's a prayer for you to have a relationship with God. God wants to have that with you. And let's do that. Let's ask God to come into our hearts and let's, let's ask God for a relationship. Blaine, I'm going to shoot that over real quick to you. And I'm going to let you go ahead and lead us into that real quick. So if you would. All right. Well, thank you. You know, I learned a lot through the Greg Laurie um, outreaches and, and just reading certain scriptures and, uh, how, you know, coaching people to invite Jesus in their heart. And I'm, I'm sure Ruthie's got some experiences, experience with this, and I'd love to hear her do that also. But, you know, if you want Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to be forgiven of your sins, you want to know that you're forgiven and that you're, you're going to heaven by grace through his blood, then say this prayer. Say, Dear Jesus, I'm asking you into my life to be my Lord and my Savior, to be my God. And I want to thank you for paying for my sins on the cross. I am sorry for those sins. I'm turning from those sins. And from this day forward, come into my life. I choose to follow you. So come into my heart. Be my God. I thank you, God. Thank you for your grace and for your love and for your mercy. I call upon you today in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. If you said that prayer, I guarantee your name has been written in the book of life. God wants to have that relationship with you. Just cast all your burdens to him. Cast all your anxieties. Cast everything upon him. Ask him to help you in your life. Ruthie, would you like to give us one out before we head out? Give us a scripture. I have one more, and this is a reminder to trust in the Lord, and it's from Proverbs 3, uh, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Praise God. What a way to end that. We always like to um, give a shout out to our sponsors. Without their help, we can't do what we want to do out there with the homeless. They help us with clothing. That's with Goodwill. Kim and Anna out there, they really give all the good clothes to help for us to help them out there. We want to give uh, Javier a shout out. Say, hey, Javier, your family and you have really tremendous helped us with the food that we pass out there from Sapero. So we thank you. We Hey, we tell Jeremy over there at Skyline and Tim, hey, guys, thank you for the contribution that you give to us to help out there with homeless and Stephen Forsythe over at the One El Cajon Westland Church. Hey, Steve, we appreciate you helping us out. Folks, I hope this message has touched your heart tonight. Don't let the devil cast fear upon you. Give it to God. Let God fight in your corner for you. And let's sit there and watch the result. God, if, if, if anybody has uh, reached, um, said that prayer tonight and you want a study Bible, give us a call. I'm going to give you Ed's number. Ed's number is 619-252-0060. Again, that number is 252-0060. Call Ed and tell him, hey, I need a study Bible, and we'll get you one in your hands. Well, you all have a good night tonight, and may God bless you richly. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.